2: Inside, there were four floors, each one offering people something a little bit different. Diva's was open for 31 years until its doors closed over the weekend. Oh my God.
0: This place was so amazing back in the day. It was like literally
2: stepping into a time machine. Today, we're gonna bring you one person's love letter to the place where she discovered herself. I'm Devin Kadiyama, Welcome to the Bay.
0: I actually identify as straight, believe it or not. I just have this weird quirk is that I'm either a boy or a girl. I'm literally
2: equally male or female. So really identify as
0: straight in many ways, but I also identify as trans.
2: This is Maria Connor. She hosts a variety show that you can find on YouTube called Under the Golden Gate. She wrote an essay this week on Medium called Divas, the loss of San Francisco's trans town square.
0: So I work in tech during the day and I'm a, uh, I'm a cybersecurity expert. And I'm kind of a vampire because at night I kind of transform into a lady. Um, unless I'm not going out, in which case I just stay as a guy because it's just not worth getting all, all dressed up and everything. But really, it's, the, it's literally like becoming a rock star.
2: She is kind of a rock star. This is Maria playing the lead guitar on her Variety Show. How did you find Divas to begin with? In 2006, you moved to San Francisco.
0: Yeah, yeah. So,
2: so, so I was married to a
0: woman. You know, I married her for the wrong reasons, I thought it was time to get married. So I moved to San Francisco and I knew I wanted to try this, right? And what's this? Uh, dressing as a girl. I had a beautiful house in the East Bay on a golf course, you know, working in tech, you know, living the dream, white picket fence, swimming pool, the whole thing. And I just was just miserable. Um, I felt isolated. I felt like I was in an enclave. So I didn't know anybody in the city, and I found this cross-dressing service online called Adam to Eve, and I was hesitant to call her, and I finally did. I met her, and she told me about Divas. So that was the place. That was the place. And then I got an apartment two blocks from Divas. And next thing, they were having the parties at my place. <laughs> and you would meet people who were, you would meet truck drivers and Wall Street people. And they had been thinking about this for years. Pretty soon, I was the, the, the veteran and I was helping
2: them. You would see them putting their makeup on and they would be trembling because they were so excited. And were all these people transgender or was it a mix?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. What does transgender mean? Think of it as a spectrum. You know, again, it's almost like the, um, you know, it goes from being curious to trying it, to living it, to being it. Yeah. right. So you literally saw the entire spectrum. I mean, there were people who didn't dress at all. They just loved hanging around with transgender women and just seeing the scene. And to me, it was a spectrum.
2: Have you ever been to Divas? I've not, I've seen pictures of it inside it's though. Really,
0: it's really, it's, it is is such a lot, it can It looks like, it looks super fun. It, it is, it, it's, you walk into Divas on the first floor and it is a dive bar. They have these cheesy drag shows there, which are actually pretty good, but there's an elevator there and stairs with these beautiful trans women. The third floor was a dance floor with just mirrors everywhere. And so depending on who you were, you would go to different floors. Like I would often go to the fourth floor. What I was told was that before I ever got there, ten years earlier, the street was packed, and there were even more people there. So I would say it was at the tail end of the heyday. You're talking about 2006. 2006. Okay. So, okay. And is that the
2: that... Tenderloin? Or is that the Tenderloin neighborhood, Polk Street? Tenderloin yeah, that's, neighborhood? The, that's the Tenderloin. Okay. But I think it was more the Polk Street because okay. the Tenderloin sort of ends on. Yeah. Gary, yeah.
0: And to me. You know, moving there as uh, somebody who was recently divorced was such a metaphor for my life because the Tenderloin was the, you know, the Tenderloin of San Francisco. And then there was Knob Hill. The juxtaposition of two different worlds that are really close to each other with divas right on the edge. And I could see it from my 12th story apartment. So to me, divas was the mixture of the gay and the straight world. It's like where two worlds collide and create eddies and currents and mixtures. Well,
2: so you mentioned for some people, they were visitors. They were coming. They wanted yeah. to either hang out for fun or just see, this, see what was going on at divas. Or get laid. Or yeah. get laid. Yeah, yeah. But for you, two days a week, it was a lot more than that. It was a lot more because it, to me, I was discovering uh,
0: my, essentially my X chromosome, my feminine side. If divas wasn't there... I wouldn't be here. This other side of myself, I would not have discovered. And yeah, there's a certain trans aspect and a sexual aspect of that. But to me, more importantly, it is the appreciation of the female feminine archetype in all of us.
2: And so these spaces are so important because you can't do this online. Well, I imagine the online community, too, is a lot more targeted. Like, you can almost pick and choose who you want to talk to, whereas a place like Diva, you kind of just run into people. You run into people. It's a lot of these chance encounters.
0: There is absolutely no way that you can replace that online. Online can do all kinds of wonderful things. It cannot replace the level of interactions of a human community. There is nothing that will replace that.
2: Divas was open for 31 years. It was a bar called The Motherload before moving across the street and becoming Divas in 1998. The club's been a safe place for transgender people. Maria says she wasn't surprised that Divas closed. The building was on the market for years, and fewer and fewer people were showing up. The club's manager told the Bay Area reporter that the owner is getting older and having health problems, so he decided to sell. What does this mean for the trans community in San Francisco? And where does, where does the trans community fit in the way that San Francisco is developing as a city itself? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. You know,
0: and, and this probably lies in the crux of the problem because trans people are here. I know from my own personal experience, but they can't find each other. And it's very stressful. And th- there's no community. You're, you're, you're essentially going back in the closet. Now, you're, you're,
2: you're not in the closet sense that you're meeting people online, but that is not meeting people. So Divas closed on Saturday, and I know that the club wanted to go out with this big party, and I know you went, so what was it like over the weekend when the club closed? Saturday was like it used to be thirteen years ago. It was
0: literally like stepping into a time machine. I didn't expect that. I thought, hey, I know I'm gonna meet some people there and some friends are showing up and I hadn't seen it in a while. But I walked in there and I knew intellectually that it was gonna be like this, but the visceral feeling, the The actual experience of being, oh my God, this place was so amazing back in the day. It was like literally stepping into a time machine. I mean, every floor was packed. You had, um, you know, some of the sisters were there. The drag queens were there. There were even some millennials who tend to stay on on their own, but they were there and they wanted to see it, you know, and every floor was packed. And then I woke up the next day. I think that's when I'm looking out my window. Wow. This city has changed so much in 13 years. I can't even describe it. Some days I think I'm living in a sci dream.
2: You could find the essay Maria Connor wrote that inspired this episode by checking out today's show notes. She also hosts a variety show called Under the Golden Gate, which you can find I'm on YouTube. This waiting. is one of her songs that she plays on that show called Waiting for the waiting World, for the to, the fall
0: world to Fall Apart.
2: Maria says some of her friends are thinking about where they're going to go now, and some are talking about going to more mainstream bars with straight people. And she says maybe being forced to go to these more mainstream bars will mean experiencing different people, and maybe that can bring about acceptance for everybody. I'm Devin Kadayama, That's it for The Bay. Talk to you Friday.